Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, So please enjoy. All right, today's guest is none other than the good girl herself, Miss Becca Hayes. Becca has... I mean, she's like Barbie. She's done everything. She was a stay-at-home mom. Now she's a single mom. She was a makeup artist. She was a, here it is, air quotes, model. I'll let you decide after listening to the podcast if you think she was a model or not. Maybe we'll do a poll on social media uh, (laughs) just for fun. She then uh, became a radio personality on the morning show Hooker, DB, and Becca, which is currently aired in Salt Lake City, Utah, Memphis, Tennessee, and Oklahoma City. She also has a podcast called The Good Girl with Becca Hayes, uh, and it's just a blast to talk to. She says some wild and crazy things, uh, but is always fun, and just enjoy. All right, Becca, thank you for joining. Uh, it's it's about time. I, I know okay. that uh, it only took, um, you know, six or seven episodes of me recording with other people for you to oh. finally give me time. So I appreciate FOMO? it. No, I mean, you know. I, no, I had the FOMO. I kept seeing you record with all these people. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got to jump in on this bandwagon. Yeah, I mean. You were you were like one of the first people I asked. I was like, "All right, she's got a successful podcast. She's on a radio show in the morning." I was like, "She will be great to have on. She's always very interesting because she does the dumbest things in the world." Whoa, um, easy dumb. I would say a lot of. I would say crazy is more the word we use, not dumb. So so I was like I was like, "What the hell is her deal? Why isn't she coming on? Maybe." Maybe, you know, I just, uh, I don't have enough clout for her. You know, I, I know she's kind of a diva and, uh, and then boom. I am, but I'm not like, I'm, I'm a lot of things actually. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you are a lot of things. I am very colorful. We'll put it that way. I think Jeremy, it's just like, honestly, it's life. It's like right now, obviously is great timing for me. Cause I don't have the kids this weekend and I'm alone and I'm trying, trying is the key word, do sober September right now. Oh, so. no, do sober October with us again. I, no. have, I, have, uh-uh. I have a great workout for us. No, no, October is my favorite month to drink because it's like t- really turning fall and like I just want to drink, you know, Halloween parties and like, no, I don't want to do, uh, no, I'm doing sober September. I've already committed. I've kind of failed already, but I'm kind of back on the bandwagon. I had one free night already, and we were allowed a free night, and I already used it up, unfortunately. But, yeah, so I'm, like, truly trying. It's really hard for me because I'm such an extrovert, and I'm really trying hard not to go anywhere this weekend, and I don't have my kids, so it's super hard. So I'm, like, laying on the couch right now, and I'm watching Afterlife with Ricky Javaris. Is that Gervais, whatever. Oh I can't remember. I freaking I <laughs> I love him though. If have you ever seen Afterlife? Yes, it's great. Oh, oh my gosh. I seriously, it's like I can't get enough of it. I think I have three more episodes left and then I'm done with it. So I've been binge watching that. And this is like really rare for me. I rarely ever even watch TV. I I just don't have time between being basically a full-time single parent. And then working full time in the morning and then trying to keep 
my physical shape and appearance up and then having a social life. Like I don't ever make time for TV. Round is a shape. You're fine. I'm not round. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. After the, you know, a couple days of not working out, I am turning into round, but um, yeah, so I'm just laying on the couch and, and then, you know, I was getting FOMO cause I saw that you were editing your podcast and I was like, okay, let's, let's do this right now. So I was, I was fun. pleasantly surprised. I mean, I, I did, I, I recorded twice today already. I recorded and I was oh, like, look at you getting stuff done. See, oh, that's so that's, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to send her a message because I like to bust your balls. You know, I was like, all the time. Like, I'm going to send her a message. <laughs> and what, what did I say? I sent you a picture with me in front of my microphone. And I was like, just <laughs> editing uh, my latest podcast. And then I was guess, like, guess I'll who's you, not on it? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'll give you one hint. The guest isn't you. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're so funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Like, hey, it worked. You got me. I'm here. I'm like a fish. You hooked me. Um, That's right. But, since since this is what do we call it whatever wednesday whatever wednesday we can talk about whatever you want okay well since i did talk about the afterlife and we are on the subject well kind of i did bring that up have you seen what is on netflix what the big talk about what they um actually what they released the movie that they released on netflix have you heard about it i just i just saw your post and i took a screenshot of it because i wasn't sure if it was real i wanted to research Okay, well, we're going to talk about it because I am fired up and it is real. So this really did happen. Um, there's a movie called Cuties. And you know I'm big into the whole, like, stop the pedos and, and yeah, you yeah. know, the sex trafficking and very against that, very, you know, promoting, like, let's find these bastards. But um, I... I'm just, I'm very fed up. I'm really pissed that Netflix released this and it's about, it's basically what 11 year old girls learning to twerk in the movie. I haven't watched it just cause I don't want to like, I don't want to add that extra person watching it, but then I want to watch it so I can like talk about how disgusting it is. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, I'm, t- I'm yeah. torn. Yeah, because you know what I, I mean. I I I refuse to watch it, but I kind of you know I'm my interest is peaked because it's it's getting so much press about you know the name. It, I forgot what the name was originally, and then uh, the the topic and and everything. And then they're like, oh no, it's it's not bad. It's you know it won some award at some like festival, and I was just like, listen, yeah, by pedof- pedophiles, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I'm serious. Anybody that defends this is a pedophile. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, it's just, you, know it's, you know what's really interesting? Um, not many people know, except uh, we actually there's there's quite a few people in my life that know about this, but not many people here do. Uh, I played I played hockey my entire life, and actually I, I didn't even know that. Are you serious? I really did. Wow. I mean. <laughs> You, 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 I just you, I can't and you, call, and you call yourself a friend. Okay. Ooh, I feel like... Um No, it's okay. It's okay. I I'm, I'm okay with that. I just um, can't anyways. picture you playing hockey for some reason. I don't know. Like did you get hurt a lot? No. <laughs> Listen, you and my wife are ridiculous. I'm a fucking man. I'm a fucking man. Well, um, I I okay, well this is cool. This is new news. But anyways, right. continue. Well, that, on. That's not even the point. The point okay. was, I was what I was getting to is, um, my my hockey coach 
um, for quite a few years, uh, who became a really close family friend. He was arrested. I think I was a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. He was arrested and it was a big deal. He was arrested for, you know, having child pornography all over like his, his you know, computer and all this other stuff. And mm. like he was arrested by state troopers and like it was it was a big thing. And this is a guy who was like a close family friend. Um, That's how most of them are. And, and, and you know, I, I'll never mm -hmm. I'll never forget, you know, the conversation I had with my dad who was like, listen, you know, I I'm afraid to ask, but did did anything happen because mm -hmm. i mean this is a guy he he took me he took me to toronto for a, a a referee a hockey referee camp and it was it was awesome it was such a cool experience and and here i am i think i was like you know like 14 years old maybe you know mm -hmm. 15 years old and uh yeah cuz i couldn't drive yet and you know luckily nothing happened didn't even try anything but he there was always something off about him you know he would mm -hmm. be like very like you know grab you by the shoulders and like massage your shoulders, you know, but, oh, he, he, but he, did that, he did that to all, all the guys, you know, like yeah, all the well, kids and stuff like that. Very, yeah. Not very picky, I guess. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, well, I mean, what about the locker room? Special, did he like, no. <laughs> right? No, don't. <laughs> he liked all boys. What about the locker room? Did he hang out in there a lot when you guys changed? Like, I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, he was a hockey coach. Oh. So like when you're a hockey coach, you like, that's yeah, like, I know, but you know, um, you're not a pervert if you're in there and everybody's changing. What, what's weird is like I I I refereed with him a lot. Like he he's mm -hmm. the one who got me into refereeing. He's like, hey, you want to make money, blah, blah blah. And I was like, yeah. And he meant like you want to make money refereeing, not anything else. Um, yes. And and I was like I was like man, I go you know, <laughs> it was weird because he would always like you know change and and I was changed in front of him too. But then you know, yeah, mm -hmm. it just everything everything now looking back, I'm like. Yeah, there was a lot of things that I could have been like, there's a point, there's a point, there's yeah. a point that just don't all add up. Um, so I was I was really, you know, kind of like well, thrown off by that. And it yeah, it kind of it kind of scares me. And then to to see, you know, things like this become normal on Netflix and things like that. And I don't know. I don't know if it's everybody blowing it out of proportion and it's really no, it's not, not that being, big of a it, deal. No, that's um, not the case at all. This is it's just everything is coming to light. And they're and they're trying to normalize pedophilia, and it's really pissing me off. And California, well, California, oh my gosh, yeah, they just did a law. I don't know. I don't want to say that I can't. I can't quote it verbatim, but they just made it legalize like fifteen year olds. There could be a ten year difference. So what? What's ten years for fifteen? So that's fifteen, twenty, twenty five. So a twenty five year old could have sex with a fifteen year old, and it's legal. Yeah, that that to me is is like, oh, I I don't know. That's that's not that's not cool. at at the age fifteen. I had I had no clue, really. I I was just getting into the sex world. Like, oh, I I feel feel these feelings when I'm around a boy. Like, there's no way in hell I would be considered an adult. Like, it's ridiculous. No. It's no, ridiculous. You're not, you're not an adult until you're 26, in my opinion. Well, if like even if that. 25 like that's, I mean, I that's got, when, like that's when i was yeah. like all right you know what i i'm kind of you know an adult like mm -hmm. when i was 18 i didn't know shit you know when i was mm -hmm. 21 i didn't know shit i mean i still don't know shit but uh i'm, I'm pretty I, awesome now okay keep telling yourself that it will eventually come about um you know and that's the thing i just 
it, it's so frustrating because everything is coming out. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, I mean, this year is obviously whack, but this year I feel like in a big part of it is Donald Trump. Like he's the only president that is making um, known and going after these pedophiles. Like he is getting crap done. He's helping with breaking through with sex trafficking and he's, he's shedding light on the situation and how big this is. This is the biggest scandal and the biggest profit. These, these, uh, um, these high-end men that are very powerful, that have a lot of money, sex trafficking is what is bringing in the money and it's disgusting and it's sick. And well, I wouldn't even say high-powered men. It's high-powered women too, because you have, yeah, you exactly. Know, you're, you're right. You're right. Hillary Epstein, Clinton. Epstein, I'll throw her out there. Men. Who? Yeah. Hillary Clinton. She's oh, Jesus. Disgusting. Don't say, I don't want to get murdered. Don't say that. Well, on my podcast. I'm, I'm saying it right now. You disgust <laughs> me, Hillary Clinton. You're disgusting. Your husband, Bill Clinton, is disgusting. And I'm not I'm not saying anything about being liberal or anything like that. I mean, obviously they are, but I'm I'm just strictly talking about them as a human being. You're you disgust me. It's okay. Okay. You you have you watched Fall of Cabal on YouTube? Never heard of it. Oh my gosh, Jeremy. After this podcast, and whoever is listening to this podcast, this will just open your eyes to what is really going on in the is world. This, is this like a big conspiracy theory or is this like actual? Well, these are actually facts put together, but people that are obviously that are against this will say, oh, it's conspiracy theorists. No, everything that they list, sorry if you hear my bird in the background, he never shuts up. Everything that you list or that they list in this is is actual facts. It's just combined and it's it's 10 parts and each part is like about 20 minutes long. It's really not that long. And I think part number five, because it's so graphic of like, obviously it's big on sex trafficking is shed light on what really goes behind scenes. It will like, it will make, it will disgust you, but it needs to be known and people need to see it to what really is going on in the world. And part five, I think you have to go, you have to click on another website to see it because they won't allow it on YouTube. So make sure uh -oh. you get to part five. It's really... I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not that graphic. I didn't think, but so part five, you have to go to a different website. And I think if you Google it, you'll find the website. I can't remember what it is, but Google or not Google, excuse me, go on YouTube and write fall of cabal with a C. I think it's C A B A L fall of cabal part one and start watching it. And then make sure you watch all 10 parts. It is going to be such an eye opener for you. And you're really going to think things. They're only about 20 minutes each. I promise you, this is going to be, this is probably the best thing that you do all year of the year 2020. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to those little kids that are being sex trafficked. Trafficking. Right. Well, trafficking, I mean, I, me. I guess, I guess, uh, I guess that you're, you're, you're in the fight. Are you contributing? Oh, are, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing to, cause right now, uh, wait, wait, right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I read a post. Uh, about you know 9-11 mm -hmm. and it was a very powerful post actually i, I re-posted it i don't know mm -hmm. if you saw that i didn't you see don't really it. follow me on instant or, i do too instant. i just i don't you know i just get on there i quickly post about my you know running my mouth and then i hurry and get off i don't really i don't search too much i don't like to get like engulfed in social media like it's yeah, yeah. I, I have to be on it you know in the morning for work and like post things and so i try to like stay off of it as much as i can like, honestly, if it wasn't for my job, Jeremy, 
I would delete Facebook. I would delete Instagram. I would seriously be just non-existence in the, in the media world. I freaking hate it that much, but uh-huh. because, of, because of my work, I have to obviously have it. And I've tried to retrain my thought process, um, into, you know what, I'm going to use this for good. I'm going to use this to get my voice across and to speak for those that don't have a voice and that can't be heard. And so that's what I'm trying to focus on and keep that focus um, opposed to the negativity. I can, I can respect that. I can respect that. Yeah. I mean, it was, this is, this is basically what, what, what this guy, he's a, uh, you know, special forces guy. He, Mm -hmm. um, he posted about nine 11 and he was like, Hey, you know, in an era where posting hashtag is considered meaningful action, I have a request for all Americans spare me the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he talks about how 9-11 has changed his life. And he's, he's like, you know, instead of just crafting a hashtag never forget post, because that's the thing to do. He's like, you know, and then you just return to your divided, uh, partisan, party line, argumentative, criticizing, shout down your fellow American attitude. He's mm-hmm. like, it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was like, people who have different opinions are not your enemy unless you choose to make them your enemy, you know? And, and he goes on about like all this stuff about how, you know, you, you really need to be about it instead of just talk about it. So, and now I wasn't, I wasn't, that wasn't geared towards you, but when I asked you, what are you, what are you doing about it? Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting message out there is, is what you're saying. You're, you're, you're proactively, you know, letting people know that this is a problem and that this is, you know, a big issue. So I, well, I, I get it. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. And, and obviously I want to do a lot more and I do intend in doing a lot more. Like I've talked to, you know, like I've told you before, we're in other markets. We're also in Nashville, in Memphis, in Oklahoma. I've talked to some of the pe- peeps there about um, getting like protests and, you know, peaceful protesting. Okay. None of this Antifa, you know, crazy, like break in places and shout and throw crap in the streets. Like this is actually like adulting peaceful protesting, getting that together for sex traffickers and sex trafficking and bringing awareness into other states. I know that we recently had a march here in Salt Lake City, Utah. I want to say it was a few weeks ago. Um, It was a peaceful march down by the Capitol. And it was, I I was actually not here, which, or I would have been in it. Um, But it was against, you know, for against sex trafficking and, and, uh, you know, a bunch of other things. And it, it went really well. So I want to bring a, awareness that way as well. But right now, what I can do, especially being a stay at home mom, I have two little boys that are my number one. Um, and another reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I have kids myself, and it would just kill me if something happened to them. And I'm just, you know, I pray every night that this doesn't happen to them and I'm going to do my best to, you know, protect them as much as I can, but, um, you know, spread the word. Like I, in my stories is what I, you know, I'll, if I see something that resonates with me, I'll share it. I've shared, um, statistics and things like that. A lot of it is easier on my Facebook as well, or post to Instagram, Instagram. I do a lot of more stories, Facebook. I'll actually do more posts about sex trafficking, and, um, I'm getting the word out, you know, and some people will comment like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize how huge this is. Like, this is the elephant in the room. Like people are, are so 
scared of coronavirus and, you know, other crap going on, like that's just, a, I'm sorry, that's a distraction. That's a, a distraction opposed to what the real problem is, is sex trafficking. And so I'm bringing awareness. Like I'm trying to take the focus off of freaking stupid ass coronavirus. I'm not saying it's not real. That's not what I'm saying, but I, it's not as big as what people are blowing it out to be. It's bullshit. And it's ruined small businesses. It's ruined personal people's lives. And it continues to ruin people's lives when it doesn't have to. And people should stop being so scared. Get out there and use your voice. Your voice is your strongest power. Your, your strongest weapon right now is your voice. And just because you think you're one person and it doesn't matter, that is not true. No, that's, I mean, that, I think that's very interesting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Gosh, I'm on a I'm on a rant today. Um, you are, you are. This has become <laughs> anti. Well, I mean, it, it will always be an anti-child trafficking yeah. <laughs> uh, podcast, but uh, this has become uh, the 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 anti-child trafficking. Yeah, I know, episode. right? It just kind of just came out of me. I like obviously it's been on my mind for many many months. Um, just recently, like it's just, everything's coming to light. Like I said, go definitely go watch fall of cabal on YouTube. Like Jeremy, this it's, I, it's going to be hard watching all of it, but you need to, like, you have to watch this. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm going to do my research on it. I'm going to do my research on it and definitely do it and then talk talk about about it. it. Yeah. I would love to talk about it again. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look at the pros and cons. I'm going to look at, at everybody's like feedback on it. I'm going to watch it and then, mm -hmm. but I'm going to also, you know, uh, discover and, and, and make things, you know, uh, make it form opinions. Because that's what I think too many people do nowadays is, and 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 this is with everything that's going on, yeah. is everybody sees one thing and then they just jump to conclusions. Now, this is not particularly something that you, uh, like that I would say, oh, oh no, I don't believe it uh, because, yeah. you know, child trafficking is real. And I mean, they just, what, and in, in, was it Atlanta? They just like arrested like, or discovered 30 children that were like locked up mm-hmm. for child trafficking. Um, Which is not blasted. Which should be blasted all over mainstream media. Oh, it, it wasn't. no, no, no. It yeah, wasn't. It wasn't. And that's that's disgusting what the f- to me. What the fuck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. huge yeah. news. That's but, that, oh, no, that another huge. death. Another death of coronavirus, which I, in my opinion, I think is fucking made up. I'm sorry. Like, I don't believe it. I don't I don't fucking believe that. Dude, the numbers are like so wishy-washy on the coronavirus. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, you can't even well, believe you, anything that you see. You live. You live in Utah, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have been pretty open the whole time, no? Um, for the most part, I know of hospitals, um, and I know this from a person that this happened to their relative. So, an actual, so it's not like a story I heard from this friend and then another friend. This isn't. I actually talked to the source uh, in a hospital. Their grandpa died, and then they put on the hospital because the hospitals get kickbacks if they die of coronavirus and, and think about it, why are they getting kickbacks of coronavirus? It's all freaking, it's all, you know, has something to do with the big dogs and the money. And it's, there's, there's other behind the scene things that we don't know about with the whole coronavirus. It's not just a virus, the, it's a distraction. There's other things going on. And yeah, listen, I have, I have friends in the medical industry who are doctors and, and whatnot. And, and mm-hmm. some of them say like, no, it's it's real, and you know it's something that we are not ready for, and that 
um, you know, it's it, it can be serious. It, mm-hmm. it can be serious. It doesn't, course, you know, it doesn't mean that it's serious right now or or whatever. So like they 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 shared that with me. And then others that are in that same industry and same, you know, similar doctors, they're like, listen, it's bad, but it's not that bad. You know, so I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Like and and I have actually a friend who his his uh what was it? It was his cousin's aunt. So it wasn't mm-hmm. any relation to him, but I guess might be a cousin's aunt that uh, passed away and they accredited it to coronavirus. And, well, it, it's exactly and what like, I wait, wait, wait. She yeah. wasn't even she wasn't even sick. She mm-hmm. didn't have the coronavirus when we just saw her two week or a week ago, uh, you know, and then they're calling it coronavirus and we, she had a bad heart, you know. So, like, are you yep. sure it was coronavirus? And well, it- and even with people, Jeremy, even people that do get coronavirus and they have a bunch of other like very serious underlying issues, then they die. They're like, okay, cause coronavirus. Like, no, like they had other underlying issues that, yeah, maybe the coronavirus had some part of it, but they're saying, oh, 100% because of the coronavirus. Well, they are already very acceptable to other illnesses and diseases, and they're already in a fragile state. But the right. real, real quick, going back to what I was telling telling you about is about the hospitals in Utah. They were, you know, just like what you said, a guy, you know, grandpa died of a heart disease or something like that, didn't even have coronavirus. And they're like, died of coronavirus. So how are we supposed to trust all these numbers? And even Trump came out saying, you know, sorry, we're going to bypass the CDC. We're going to bypass um, you you submitting all your numbers, your COVID numbers to the CDC and other things, because they were, they were like increasing them by a hundred percent, Jeremy, it was ridiculous. It was like, no, 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 no. And so then when they, when he caught them doing that, all of a sudden they like went in half and you can actually Google that. Like it's facts. No, no, like, I know they, they, there was, there was uh, a recent update that said that the CDC changed the numbers and yeah, the, hmm. out of the, out of the, the hundred percent of the cases, only 6% were truly related mm-hmm. just to coronavirus. Uh, the other 90% were created <laughs> or, or were, were caused by coronavirus, but because of underlying conditions where they mm-hmm. had two or three other underlying conditions, like a poor heart or terrible lungs or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one to go ahead and, and, you know, and call, I mean, cause that, this is, this would be one hell mm-hmm. of a, you know, a, a, a master plan globally. So like every single world leader would have had to be involved in this. I don't know if I would go that far, but I do think that it's a real virus. I do think that, you know, it has real consequences. Uh, do I think that it's as serious no. Um, do I think that we need to shut down our entire economy? No. But again, a, a friend, uh, actually, Ian, you know, Ian, he, mm-hmm. he, he, he always says uh, he has a friend that says, you know, he'll, he'll state something. And then at the end, he'll say, but what the fuck do I know? And that, and that that's that's how I feel about this is like I, I can give my opinion. But what the fuck do I know? I'm not, a, you know, well, I'm not and I, well that. back that up, like. Anybody that just does a little research can see that there's something wrong in the system, in the in the government and everything else. And like just seeing like, okay, why are numbers off? Why are they inflating numbers? Like those are red flags. And whenever there's red flags and like when they're what when there's smoke, there's fire. So so don't don't discredit yourself as like, what do I know? Because you don't have a doctorate degree. 
And that's what they're they're trying to be like, oh, well, you're not a doctor. You don't know anything. Well, anybody can do their own research. And that's what we're, we need to start rethinking is do your own research. Get out there and like actually research both sides. And then you're going to start wondering, okay, here's all these red flags. Now I can make an actual correct, you know, judgment and opinion for myself. So don't just, I, I don't agree with that. Don't discredit yourself. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for the vote of confidence. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Uh, uh, <laughs> now to, to lighten it up because it got yeah, real I'm so over the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I believe it is real. I really do. I know people have died from it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying there's, there's other reasons why it's so blown up out of proportion. And I'll just leave it at that and do your own research. No, that's, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Okay. Random, uh, but I want to, I want to, I want to switch topics. And, okay. um, I know that you are, you know, dating pool, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the kind weirdest of. thing you find attractive in or on a person? Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to say man, because I'm not lesbian at all. Not even bisexual. Like I'm a hundred percent for the penis. So okay. I'm going to say, um, in a man, you know, it's, Okay, the first things that I okay, you said weird. Okay, so I, I, I want to know what is the weirdest thing you find attractive in a man? Sure, I'm gonna say um, physical features. I'm gonna say shoulders. Like I really I like a man with like broad shoulders and a nice chest. Like if you have that, I mean, obviously there's other ones that go before. Like you know the obvious. Like you have to have nice teeth. Like I'm sorry, you just do. And you can't have don't find any of this weird though. What, like, like, is there anything that you? Well, can, I don't know. I'm trying weird. to think weird. Um, it doesn't even have to be physical feature. It could be like you know, I love it when a guy, you know, snorts when he laughs. Ew, no, hell no. Um, <laughs> I love it when I, a guy is obsessed with sucking toes. Okay, I guess this is kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the sucking toes. No. Get a string. Let's go. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not. If I'm in the mood and you're hot and I'm attracted to you. Like, come on, we've all been on the, those dates where we're not like, we're kind of still trying to figure out if we really like this person or not. And sometimes we go a little further than we should. And if that happens, like you're sucking on my toes, no, it's not going to happen for me. But if I'm really digging you and I'm really into you and you like slip my one of my toes in your mouth, like very sexy wise, and I'm in the mood already. Yeah, I'm 100% for it. But I think, okay, this is really weird. I really love it. It's not, it's not a turn on for me, but. I really love it when a guy doesn't cringe at popping like my back zits. Cause sometimes I get oh, like, <laughs> no. you know, I'm obsessed with popping zits, Jeremy. Like I have this people, obsession. People just lost their boners. They're like <laughs> feet in your mouth. Yes. Yes. I like I, it. And then I, you're talking about you who is an attractive blonde haired chick. And you're like, yeah, I love it when dudes pop my zits. Oh, fuck. Oh no. Well, and I'm not saying like, obviously you have to be dating sometime. Cause I'm not like, like, you know, first, second day. Hey, can you get this in? I can't get it. It's in the back. Um, but I really do appreciate that. And I think that's really true love. Like when they're like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll get it for you, honey. And because for some reason, I tend to date these guys that have issues with that. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's so disgusting. And it pisses me off. I'm like, dude, it's not. It's just like, can you relieve this? Because it's really bugging me. And it's in a spot I can't get because, you know, I'm obsessed with it. I mean, Yo, if I can get yeah. it, I'll get here's, it. Here's an easy way to solve it. 
You need what? to start showering with somebody so they can wash your back, and then you won't get sits on your back. Done. No, I, no, Jeremy, I Done. have one of those back scrap scrubber things. Well, like I do, I couch. wash my. No, pfft. it's not that. It's just I'm prone to like. Okay, when I work out a lot, like I sweat right between my shoulders and that where that sports bra is, you know, that's right in the area where I get the bags. It's just a few, not like tons, just like a couple of them. And even if I shower right after working out, they still happen. Like I still get them. And I have this one little tiny crater. I call it the crater. This is a lot of information. This but is, I call yeah, it. <laughs> You went from dark to disgusting. Well, oh yeah, my god! This is this is. I I, I told you, to the listeners. <laughs> I told you I'm colorful. So I have this tiny little crater on my my left shoulder. I can never get to it. But my my shout out to my girlfriend Heidi. I love her. Heidi. I don't think you've ever met Heidi. She lives down in St. George, Utah, and she drives up randomly. Like I, she'll just show up at my house and be like, "Hey, I'm here," because she knows she's always welcome in my home. Like she's like one of my. She's like a sister to me, and. She always gets that that crater on my back because I can't ever get to it. And like it just never closes. It just always fills up a little bit. It's not big. It's you can't even see it. It's just, but I know where it is. I can kind of feel it with my fingers. And she always gets it for me. But I just appreciate things like that. And I appreciate you not freaking out and be like, oh my gosh, oh, that's and I know it's not for everyone, but and I'm not like into watching Dr. Pop or what is it, Dr. Pimple Popper Pimple or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I just like to get them. It's like some satisfaction of like just getting that release. Like it's like a, a heroin addict, like just getting that fixed. I don't know what it is. Like it's super weird, but I do appreciate a man that can just get in there and, and get the job done. Like, I like that. I think it's hot. <laughs> That's <laughs> that awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to know that about you. And what about you? I'm, do you I'm have any sure, weird I'm things? sure your future, your future, suitors will be glad to know that about you too so so before we get into that with me i want to know mm -hmm. um if a dude listens to this because okay. let's face it i mean millions and millions yeah. of people are going to listen to this podcast at least um, a million you're gonna you're gonna get blown up with dms most yeah. of it is not even going to be d you know dick pics most of it is going to be people saying like let me pop your pimples um, so if a dude is dating you and you guys get hot and heavy and then okay. you're in the bedroom and then all of a sudden he feels the pimple and then he just pops it, will you be excited about that? Or will you be like, what the fuck, man? I just met you. No, you, wait. you can't, you can't do that shit. Not when you first meet in person. No, no, no. Okay. You, I all have right. to invite you to pop my pimples. Like if we're, if we're in the mood and we're doing it and you just start going, no, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? That totally turns the mood off. Like it's not, it, it doesn't arouse me, you know, like you have to, I have to be sitting. Okay. Here's a scenario. I'm watching afterlife. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, Oh babe. Can, and I lift my shirt up in the back and I'm like, can you get this, these, this pimple? I can't get it. That's when I want it done. <laughs> Got it. All right, take note, gentlemen. Take note. Yeah, come on, fuck. Not, not when we're having sex. Shit. Okay, all right. Just, just making sure. Just making sure. You know, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. But um, I mean, everybody's into different shit. I'm learning this, by the way. Like, I lived a very sheltered life, and I'm learning, like, as you know, as I age, and especially the two dirty men that I work with. Like, I'm learning that there's so many crazy fetishes out there. It's just. I'm like, I, I just didn't know any of this existed. So I'm learning a lot. That's great. No, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I respect that. I, I like it. Um, uh, now your question to me was, do I, wh what do I have? Anything weird like that? I yeah, would say I, weird? I will, I will pick 
my girl's nose. Okay, Not that's that she would let me. Fucking but I would pick sick. It. If if I, it, oh wow, that passing judgment. Ew. ew. Yeah. Are you kidding no, if, me? Like if, like, if I see like a bat in the cave, I will literally grab my pinky. Well, I won't grab my pinky. I will shove my pinky up there and try to get it. If if Fran if, doesn't let you do that, does she? She does not. She does not. Okay. She, like, but I try. It doesn't stop me from trying. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go up and try to dig in there. And, ah, and, okay, yeah. I'll do that on my like. I barely even want to do that with my kids' nose, but I'll do it with like a a Kleenex or a Q-tip or whatever. I'll get the boogers out because it'll. See, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is like I'll what? do that. But I won't like for the boys. I'm like, I need a tissue. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see that's so weird to me. Like, I feel like if you're gonna do it, you got to do it for everybody, then no, but that's the same thing as like like, saying that you want to do it. Share my water, I will not share a drink with the boys, but I will share a drink. Well, I mean, you never share a drink with kids. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even talking about alcohol, I'm talking about water. No, yeah, I'm talking about water. Like, I really cringe. No, not alcohol. I mean, you don't do that either, but. I cringe when my kids ask for a drink and I, I usually obviously cause I'm a good mom. I give it to them, but I'm like, Oh, well this sucks because now you can have it because I just don't want to drink after them because yeah, I know once, that, once I, yeah. once I give that, like if they're like, I'll be driving now, I am responsible mm-hmm. and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I might get thirsty. And I tell the boys, Hey, you guys want water for the car ride? No, nah, no, nah, we're good. We're good. Literally, don't ask to 15, use mine. <laughs> 15, yeah. I say that. And then 15 minutes later, like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, and then Fran will be like, you have water? I'm like, of course I have water. I always have water. <laughs> you like, better give it up shit. to them. You and better. Then, She's going like, to be an angry mama bear. But, but now, <laughs> now I'm not having it back. So it's yours. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I'm so glad Fran, like I would totally lose respect for her if she let you pick her nose. So I'm so glad that she doesn't let you lose. No, she nose. does not. So everybody that knows her, don't well, like, and- oh. I just it's just something like I, I think it's funny I don't I don't even do it because I like like it I, I'm not picking her nose and eating it but I'm I'm like well what I, do you, so I, I just the thing is is like okay I don't know I it's hard because I guess everybody's different so I'm trying to like a booger is like slimy and like some you not know, necessarily kind of- it could be a dry booger You've never had like one of those crusty dry Yeah, boogers, no, I get you know? crusty. Yeah, right. And like the inner and the nose and you just hurry and like dust and it, it out. It feels good when it comes out, right? Oh, yeah. But that's me yeah, doing okay. it on myself. Like I just can't imagine going and picking my mate's nose like this. Ooh. God. No. My mate. My mate. Um, um, yeah, that's – yeah, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I, I want, Maybe you did tell me that. I feel like it's a little familiar, but I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Um, here's, yeah, that's, here's, that's, that's that. Go ahead. I was going to say, here's another subject. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm surprised you haven't. Maybe it's written down. I don't know. I'm surprised you haven't asked me about it yet. So what? do you know what I recently signed up for? More modeling? Kind of. What? I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. So Wait, wait. So my listeners what? haven't heard this story yet. So I'm just going to, I'm going to give you guys all a, a real you. treat here. Um, <laughs> You're such uh, a brat. So I, I will, I, I'll, I'll give you the cliff note version of this. So okay. in February of this year, uh, Fran turned 40, my wife, she turned 40 and she'll kill me for saying that, but not really. She care. Okay. Uh, she's she Asian, looks- everybody. Like we all know yeah. Asians don't age. So she doesn't she even looks, look for me. She looks great. She looks great. You know. <laughs> She wears it well. Um, she does. She's hot. 
Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> we, we went to Nashville and uh, Becca was there and <clears throat> we got there early. Actually, uh, my buddy Jay uh, and Becca, we got oh. we got there early. I I flew in. Where was I? I don't even know. I was, I was like coming from California or coming oh. from Miami. I don't remember. I was coming from somewhere. Fran was coming from uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, Becca, you came from Utah, right? Yeah, from, I yeah. think so. I don't remember Jay, where I come from. Jay was coming from Buffalo. So, like, we were all coming. There was a bunch of different yeah. things where Thel came, Jan, you know, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, we, uh, <laughs> it was it was just so funny is we get there and Jay, it was just Jay, you and I, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, we're in the car and driving <laughs> from the airport, I think it was, to... Or I no, driving the, from the, the house to the to liquor, the liquor store. store. Yeah, because right. I was pissed they didn't house. have my Grey Goose. Ugh. Right, they they did. It was just behind behind the shelf. Yeah, just people they, uh, steal that shit because that's the good shit. That's ugh. the gold. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's just the, the cheap shit that everybody likes. Anyway. Oh, lies. Anyway, only thing that doesn't give you hangovers. Truth, right there. Okay, continue. That's on. a lie. That's a lie. But. We uh, so we're driving from our from the house that we rented to the liquor store, and we pass this gentleman's club, mm-hmm. and <laughs> all of a sudden, Becca goes, "Hey, funny story about gentlemen's clubs," and she's like, "I used to model back in the day." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay," and she's like, "And you know, we got we just got like a." like a text message or an email or a phone call or whatever saying like, Hey, do you want to do modeling on this day at this time at this place? And she's like, I never looked at the address. I just said, okay, yeah, man. And it's just like, you're going to walk, you know, the catwalk type deal. Yeah. And we're then- modeling, which first of all, let me just say I'm, I'm only five one. So I, my modeling is a lot of like film and in photography. It's rarely that I get to do films that usually start with bow chicka wow. Wow. No, it's not those films. No, like I have fake families, things like that. But so I was super excited because like, I'm like, oh, I can actually do a catwalk. Like I get to walk down and model lingerie. Like I was so excited because I'm five one. That's that's rare for a five one person, you know. So anyways, continue right. on. So so she's like, yeah, she's like, you know, and, and it was like lingerie. And I was like, oh, OK. And then all of a sudden she was like, I made so much money that night. And <laughs> it was it was probably one of my best nights. And she's like, and I worked in Vegas and I made a lot of money there, but I will say this was probably one of the best nights. <laughs> okay. She's like, it happened to be at a strip club, but it wasn't stripping. And I was like, okay. So okay. let me get this straight, Becca. You were, quote, air quotes now, modeling lingerie at a strip club and oh people God. were throwing money at Okay. Okay, first of all, Jeremy, you totally slaughtered the story. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell the story how it was told. And I will condense this version. I won't tell like a, an actual woman tells a story. Okay. So I, I spoke up. I was like, oh, speaking of a gentleman's club, I've never been in a strip club except for this one time. That's so, right. <laughs> I forgot and about it's, that. And it's true. I lived in Vegas for six years, never went to a strip club. I'm just not into them. You know, whatever, if that's your thing, I don't, I don't like them. And then all of a sudden, and I, living in Utah, which is more of a conservative state, I just didn't think it would be at a strip club. I thought it was actually like a, a mini mall or something like that. So I pull up and I was like, this 
this looks like a bar and I go in and it's, it has a freaking stripper pole in the middle with the walkway around it and things like that. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I was still confused. And then I was like, you know what? I'm already here. I'm just going to do it. Like, this is, it's only for like three hours. I had a model lingerie. I changed like four different lingerie outfits and I got paid my hourly model wage plus all the tips the gentleman threw at my feet. Just a question. I, I think I know the answer to this, but what? when you changed into your four different outfits, did you change on the stage or no, in the back? No, I did not strip Jeremy. I changed oh, okay. in a, okay. in a, I just, I just needed clarification. That's all. I changed in a dressing room and it was just, you know, it was just a, an interesting experience. Cause I've never been actually even step foot in a strip club in my entire life. I mean, I was age. Except gosh, when I, you stripped. I did uh, not strip. strip. I Sorry, modeled. Not, modeled. Modeled. I modeled. I had to walk around. <laughs> I, I love going to gentlemen's clubs just to see them model lingerie. Yeah, whatever. But no, the strippers came on after, okay, when we were – the models were done. But no, I made like – oh, gosh. I made just in cash. I made like $600, something like that. It was insane within like two to three hours plus my hourly wage. And yeah. And by the way, I met – that was my first time actually meeting real strippers. I know everybody's like listening to this, like, oh my gosh, she's so, and they're so nice. They are the nicest people in the world. Like this one girl, like I had, so, I, I think I even like, I was on the verge of my, oh, I had ruptured my right eardrum again. And she was telling me about all this. She's like, oh honey, go here. Da, 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 da. Like just gave me all this great advice. And we exchanged phone numbers. I still have her number in my phone. And like every once in a while, she just checks up on me. She's just the sweetest thing in the world. And she's a stripper. Like I totally, you know, it's, People that can just make that just, you know, realize that that's just their job. Like I, that's great. That's more power to you. I mean, it's not a job for me, but I think that's great. That's good. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I um, mean, go ahead. So, go so ahead. You're, you're, go, you're back to modeling now, huh? What, this is a little different type of modeling. Um, first, before I like, get you know way deep into it um i i'm very comfortable with with my sexuality i'm very comfortable showing a little skin i've always been a very sensual person but growing up in the lds mormon religion i can never really express that in the correct way and so now that i've kind of broken free from that religion um i've really kind of just i've realized how free-spirited i am and i look at nudity and sensuality as art like I'm just that type of person. Um, I don't certain nudity. Like I think classy nudity and elegance nudity. Like there's a difference between porno nudity and like sexy, elegant nudity. And so what I've recently done, and it kind of, it started off and it still kind of is a joke. Like on the, it started as a radio segment where we talked about this uh, Disney actress. I can't remember her name. But I don't know if you saw the oh, story. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, chick, the chick that got like a million dollars in like one day on fans only. or Only, only fans. fans. Yeah, yeah. And she got – and I'm like, what the hell? And so we were talking about it as a segment on the radio. And they're like, Becky, you should totally sign up as only fans. And so then we throw it out there to the listeners. And they're like, would you watch – and I'm like, no, I could never do that because it's like, you know, people do porno stuff on it. It's owned by Pornhub. And I'm like, I just not really into that stuff, but I do love taking sexy photos and I don't want to blast it all over my Instagram and my Facebook because there's younger followers that follow me. You know, I have a, a very like range of ages that follow me. And so I'm like, I don't want to just always post sexy pictures, but I do 
love taking sexy pictures. And they're like, would would people watch with would people pay money to watch Becca shave her legs? <laughs> so that's how it started. And like the listeners, bless their hearts, they're so they're so sweet, and they're like. I I pay money to watch Becca brush her hair, just funny shit like that. And so I'm like, you know what? As a joke, I signed up. Okay. And I did the infamous shaving video, which, oh my gosh, I, I, yeah, I was trying to kind of be sexy, but I was kind of awkward in it. And like, then I'm like, it just, it's a funny video. And I posted that on the OnlyFans page. So yeah, I have an OnlyFans page now. And is it, is it, is it, is it subscription based? Uh, um, Yeah. So you had to pay 1357 a month. (laughs) What? <laughs> to see you shave your legs? Fuck that. But no, it's not just me shaving my legs, but I just I I interpret humor and sexuality and sensual like I'm just so like quirky that way. Like it's different it's entertainment, that's for sure. But I also have some very sexy pictures on there. Um, you know, they're they're pretty risque. Like I, I don't do if you're if you're if you're gonna sign up thinking you're gonna see me like shove a watermelon up my yoo-hoo. No, it's not going to happen. Like I don't do porn <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm not that girl. I'll never be that girl, but I do love taking sexy photos. So you will see never seen photos on that just for my fans, onlyfans.com slash Becca Hayes. And by the way, wow. you spelled my, yeah, I know. And uh, I got like 70 fans. Get out of here. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. I mean like over a thousand dollars in a weekend. I was like, shit. I am totally going to sign up and just show, you know, me. Well, and you know, I mean, that's for a whole month access. I think that's a freaking deal. 1357 for freaking photos that no one else sees. Only you. Like, I mean, shit. Until, until somebody screenshots it and posts it. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I didn't think about that. But no, I mean, I just, for me, I'm, if if you go in there having expectations of like, oh, you know, I'm going to see Becca, like kind of a different side of Becca and kind of more funny. Like, you know, I have another video I'm going to post tomorrow. It's kind of more of a funny video of me going out and collecting eggs from the chicken coop. <laughs> like just, but naked? It's like I'm, well, kind of not, not naked, but like sexy lingerie. Like I can't give it away, give the video away, but it's just going to be funny. And just like video, some of the video is sh- not going to be, it's going to be posted before this episode. So it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I, I just, I have fun with it. And like my fans that follow me, they're really cool. I mean, a couple of them are like, when are you going to show us your nipples? You know, I mean, I think I do even have one that might show a nipple on there, but uh, I, I don't, I'm not saying all nudity is off. But I just I'm not yet I'm not quite ready. You're not gonna yet. be bending over and spreading it. No, I'm not doing that. It's just it's more just sexy. Um, I haven't decided yet. Like it's not off the table, but I haven't decided yet if I'm gonna do like topless yet. Um, if it if it is gonna be topless, it's gonna be like I said, more elegant. It's not gonna be porny. It's gonna be like kind of like oh, like that's beautiful. I mean, yeah. guys probably won't see that that way, but. <laughs> I will. Most guys guys look at naked pictures of women and say like, oh my God, that is just. Look at the way she's turned. (laughs) How does her body move that way? (laughs) When she twerks. I'm not twerking yet. I don't ever say no to anything because I'm like, the minute I say I'm never going to do it, I fucking end up doing it. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to say, I don't know yet. You know, stay tuned basically like. 
I, I I'm very comfortable with my body, so I'll just put it that way. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's, I think that's awesome. I, more power to you. Thank you. And um, I'm I'm jealous that I'm not making money off of pictures of me. I need to figure that out. Mm, is yeah, is, is this OnlyFans or fans only, whatever it is? It's OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Is it mm. – um, do, do they have dudes on this too? Uh, yeah, they have dudes and stuff. Like, yeah, they have – well, the thing is it's like when I, I did a little research before I signed up, like it's not just naked photos and porny stuff. I mean porn, Pornhub does own it, and it is used for a lot of that. But there's there's artists actually on there, like famous artists and stuff that for only only their fans, they release certain songs like they have. Oh, like you get to preview this song before it's released to anybody else. Like so they have other accounts on there. That's not just yeah, porn let's stuff. be honest. It's more for horn dogs that are like, yeah, I, I, would, I, would say <laughs> I would say it leans more on that side. But and you can like. You could tip people, and I didn't even know that. All of a sudden, I got a couple tips on my photos. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, so they can throw in a tip and be like, oh, I really like this photo, and they tip you. And so, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. It's fun. It's so, fun to do. So would you say that you're a virtual stripper if you're going to show a little bit of nipple and they can tip you? I wouldn't say stripper because I'm not, like, stripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you Your say stripper. Your clothes are coming I, off, though, no? It's, it's, a, it's mainly a photo. So I would say I'm a, I am a sexy, sensual model. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to call myself a stripper though. When you say stripper, like a stripper is someone that's on the pole stripping. Like that's a stripper. And time out, time out. And what? are you, are you getting these professionally done or are these just on your iPhone? Some of them are professionally done. Some of them are just from the phone. Uh, you know, actually, this is a funny story. And I, I don't know if he'll listen or not. He might, but who cares? I don't even freaking care anymore. So I have this photographer. He lives in Vegas. I'm not going to say his name. He's a very well-known photographer. And he was the only one that I would let shoot me. Not We hadn't done nudes yet, but we had done like really sexy lingerie shoots and stuff like that. And he's the only one I kind of trusted. But then recently and he's he's also a cinematographer he was on you know that show yellowstone that's on netflix no. No. so it's it's pretty big a lot of people know about it it's a, it's a big show on yellowstone it's got kevin costner in it and i think the second season just came out and so he was on the first season he shot all that like he he is like flies everywhere to like around the world to he's he's pretty famous and so um recently he, he's like, Hey, let's do a nude shoot. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. And we were trying to coordinate like times and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to, he's like, well, would you rather fly to California? Where do you want to fly? Let's turn this kind of in a vacation as well, because I have my kids every other weekend. So usually like every other weekend's free, you know, I can go and fly wherever I want. And I'm like, well, I, I kind of was like getting a little uncomfortable. And I was like, um, like, I kind of just want to like, fly there, do the photo shoot, fly back. I don't really want to hang out, but I kind of feel, I was feeling obligated to hang out with him. Like he was making me right. feel like you owe me this. Cause I don't pay him. You know, he just does it. Cause he, he likes to shoot me. Probably, I don't know what he does with the photos after. I mean, but I get then, to keep But them. then he, he has the rights to the photos, right? He does have the rights to the photos. Yes. Yeah. So, and so, so I allowed him to have that. Yeah. 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 And, um, 
And so, so then he's like, well, I don't want to make it into a fun vacation. I kind of just want to relax and, you know, maybe we'll do some photo. I'm like, whoa, 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 maybe we'll do some photo shoots now. Like it just kept getting really weird. And then it got to a point where, um, he's like, okay, let's, I'm going to book this trip. He's like, I'll pay for everything and I'll fly you out. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can pay for my own flight. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I just felt like you, it, it got to a point where it's like, and I, I don't want to say this, especially if he's listening to this, like, I don't want to make him sound like a crazy, crazy creep, but I'm just going to tell you what I felt. Like, I really felt like I'm like, hashtag me too. <laughs> I'm like, you're making like, you're wanting to pay for all this. And then what do you want in return? And then he, he brought up the point where he's like, I just love your personality. I just love how like, you know, we get along. Like he, he threw the word friends in there a lot, like trying to make me feel like, you know, we're friends. We can hang out after the shoot and like, you could stay a day or two. And, and, and then he's like, well, he's like, do you always laugh when you first make out with someone? Like he, he actually said that. I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. I'm like, no, no, I mean, no, I don't normally giggle. I mean, so it just depends. I don't know my situation, but like, why do you say that? And he's like, well, I'm just wondering if we kissed, you know, would you like laugh at first? And I'm like, whoa, oh. buddy, oh. whoa, buddy. And I was like the minute, and I had a, I had that gut feeling and it's always like, go with your feeling, go with your intuition. I had a feeling he was kind of going down that route, but I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll try to be for professional, just get it done and then fly home, whatever. But then he said that before. And then after that, I just shut it down. I was like, you know, listen, Hey, I gotta go. I, you know, I had some, I made some excuse up with my kids. And then ever since then, he's just been trying to reach out and be like, do you just want to fly down for the day? You know, I think he realized that he scared me away and I will never go back to him because he said that like you, I, and I even said that I, after he said that, I said, whoa, I said, I don't mind being friends with you, but it will never be anything more than friends. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And he's like, well, can't we just have friends with benefits? He even said that. And I was like, no, I was like, no, we can't have friends with benefits. I'm sorry. I'm not that type of person. And I don't like you in that way. Like I respected you as a photographer and a cinematographer and all that. And I said, but I'm sorry. You felt comfortable with him. That's that. I did. Is you felt comfortable in that exposed arena and, and now, I, I, I don't even know what to think, Jeremy. I'm just kind of like, I was super upset, upset. Obviously I got off the phone and I was like crying. I cried and stuff. And I was just like, you know what? This just sucks. It just freaking sucks that I didn't give any hints. I swear to you. And and that's what I'm like. And I'm thinking about these women and, you know, and sometimes you're just like, oh, did they really get raped? You know? And like, I, I do think that as well. I'm like, really, Uh, you know, but then I'm like, I'm, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discrediting anybody that says anything, but when, what would stop somebody from that is exactly what you did is you went ahead and said, eh, you know what? I don't feel comfortable anymore. Like you kind of ruined that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's all somebody has to do. Now, if somebody forces them myself on you, then yes, then you're like, fuck that guy. He's an asshole. But right now he's just being a creep. Like he wasn't, you know, he exactly. Over- boundaries he 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 lost that professionalism for a moment and and it ruined your relationship with him but he didn't you know so when you when you say like uh, you know that's that's what what you know that's why people say you know it's it's easy to go ahead and 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 you know not believe somebody and say like oh maybe they deserved it well i'm not saying that they did or they didn't i'm just saying that you can say no and and you did say no and 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 you avoided that 
Well, what I, yeah, and what I was, you know, and what made me think about too, and what kind of changed my thought process a little bit is like, I get it now. Like, and I kind of got it in the past. I kind of been in these similar situations in the past, but not like this dramatic. And I, I get it now. I get how easily, and I'm not saying it's just women, some men as well. I get it how people can get so like groomed should be the correct term right now. They groom them. Like they, they get them to be their friend and they're like, you know, we're just friends. I'm helping you out. I'm going to help grow your business. I'm going to help course, turn yeah. you into a star. And then all of a sudden you get so caught up in it and then bam, it just happens right away and you're not prepared for it. And then you just end up doing the act. And when all, and then, and then after it's done, you're like, what the fuck just happened? And yeah. I get it. I get it now. I mean, thank goodness. But, I was like, that's a, that's a different, and, and, and I, again, I'm going to probably take heat for this, but I, I think that that's, there's a difference there. You know, like you may regret what you did, mm-hmm. but you still were okay with it at that moment. Yeah. And I'm not and, saying and, like, that's right. I don't, yeah. I don't think yeah. That's, that, and that's all I'm saying. No. I, I, I think people who rape people are disgusting and you know, oh, of course, of course, you know, get their balls chopped off or, yeah. Their vagina. No, no. You know, <laughs> men can get raped too. Of course, yes. And but, I'm not saying that's rape, time, but I'm like, just saying how you can be groomed and get yes. manipulated. Agreed, yes. agreed, agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, I, no, I, and that's why, like, I teetered on it because I'm like, especially now that I've seen it and I've been in definitely in the situation, I'm just like, I see it now. I see how easily you can get brainwashed and, be groomed and all of a sudden it just happens. And then afterwards it's like, what the fuck? But really like, like I did, you can say no, like, I'm sorry. It's not right. worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. No. And, and, and is that really gonna, you know, like it's, it's to a different extent cause he's really not going to further your career, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, he may, he, he takes really good photos. Like what if he took some really good shots and then all of a sudden like, you your know, only what, fans just blew up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he, he is a great photographer and, but you know, and I'm not, again, like if he's listening or whatever, like obviously it's out in the open now, but, um, and I'm not saying that he would do this, but I, but I'm going to give you a scenario. What if I did fly down there and, you know, and I, and obviously I would, you know, if he tried to make the moves, I would stop him. But what if he, you know, I like to drink. What if he drugged my drink? Yeah. You know, what if he drugged my drink and, and I'm not going to. He's and not, I think he's he, not going to do that first of all, right? Because we don't want to like ruin this guy's life. But no, hey, we didn't mention him. And on top no, of that, yeah, what are the odds didn't. he's going to listen to your 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 podcast with me, the instant journeyman? No, yeah, not well, too so I. I really don't <laughs> think so. And yeah, and this no one's ever going to know who he is. Like I've never told anybody his name, so like right. this isn't going to ruin anything. Like we yeah. have no, but I, I agree. Like, yeah, that is very scary, and that's something that you as a woman, um, you have to think about. You know, and 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 mm-hmm. and that's. You know, when, when, when people say like, oh, privilege this, privilege that, like that's something a dude never has to worry about. Like I'm never worried that I'm going to go out and a girl is going to take advantage of me. Now it, it does it, happen, but it's, I was it's say, could it happen? Yes. But yes. I'm, but it's, it's never, it's, it's like the, the smallest mm-hmm. worry in my mind is that mm-hmm. like, can, can they drug me and take advantage? Of course, you know, mm-hmm. but jokes on them. I might like it. No. <laughs> It's not rape. You can't rape the willing. <laughs> right, right. No. But, yeah, not, so that's not to joke, not to joke about it. Okay. So yeah, so long story short, I'm looking for another photographer. 
someone that I can trust. And if you make the moves on me, it's it, we're not going to we're not going to have a working relationship anymore. So, well, good thing is you never have to worry about me making the moves on you. Uh, <laughs> but you might get invited out to do a podcast, you know, when I have like a legit studio. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. You know, well, of course, I'm going to get invited out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I let's just uh, let's just go over. <laughs> I have a, a very uh, kind of interesting thing here. Um, okay. Speaking of, uh, let's just let's just go this route. Okay. What is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? I feel like you would have. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the most recent injury, actually, freaking so pissed about it still. Um, Can't wait I to have... hear this. I feel like it no, I don't think I've told you. Um, so I had a fourth of July party this year and I had a bunch of people over and obviously Social distancing, of course. Go ahead. Yeah, well fuck that. <laughs> I didn't even do that once. And I had a bunch of people over and um we we're all you know, I barbecued on my Traeger and we of course we were all drinking and and usually and I'm not saying like this is bad or anything, but I just don't really drink. So my kids weren't here. I don't really just drink around my kids. I, that's just one thing I don't like to do. I'm not shaming anybody that does, but so it was an, like mainly an adult party or all adult party. And we're, I got wasted, like pretty wasted and freaking note to self, never play sports when I've been drinking. And so we busted out the volleyball and here's old me, Becca, like, Oh my gosh, back in the day, I used to be a good spiker and all this stuff. And we're hitting the, the vol, you know, we're doing the volleyball. Five and foot one, five foot one Becca, you know, a good spiker. It, yeah. In middle school, the nets were lowered. Okay. They were oh, like okay, standard. Okay. So I could I like, say, I was going to say, damn, man, you, you must have. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I've got good calves. Like I got hops. I really do. So I could totally get up there and, you know, with the, the nets lowered a little bit. So I was a good spiker. And I was just, you know, my volleyball days were coming back and I was getting all cocky. And then just all of a sudden I just freaking rolled my ankle. Like I rolled my ankle on the grass. I went down and I was so drunk where I'm like, oh, it hurts, but I could still walk on it. So I walked on it. No, I ended up like freaking tearing muscles in my ankle. And I've never been down on an injury that long than when I just recently did on my ankle. Like I still to this day, it's not fully at its capacity it's, it's like probably, I want to say 75% healed. And that was like, I sprained it on 4th of July. Um, yeah. Oh, so, man. and then, and then Blair, you know, Blair, she freaking, she, she two within five minutes later, after I went down, she started playing soccer with, with Tiago, her boyfriend, and she didn't even hit the ball. She went to go swing at it. And then she, uh, she tore her, uh, ACL. <laughs> So there was a Holy lot of injuries crap. that night. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, the dumbest way I've ever been injured. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you got injured just showing off. I got yeah. injured bowling. Would your thumb get stuck? It did, huh? No, what? no. So I pick up the bowling ball and uh-huh. in my right hand mm-hmm. and I walk to my lane. Right. And uh-huh. I forget that there's a ledge to step up to. I trip over that ledge <laughs> and I go to break my fall and I smash my left hand with the bowling ball in my right hand. Cause I'm going to put my hands down. Oh no. I, I, I broke <laughs> my, my middle finger and my ring finger on my left hand. Uh-oh. So bad. Oh my God. It like, 
to the point where I, I'll never forget. They told my they told my dad when they took X rays. They're like, he may have to amputate the tops off. Oh and I was like, what? Luckily, because it was it was just smashed. Like the bones mm-hmm. were just like fragmented. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't have mm-hmm. feeling in those fingers for quite a while. But that was that was back in high school. And I'll never forget my one teacher. I because I used to leave class early. Mm-hmm. to go to the next class so like i wouldn't get bumped in the hallway and stuff like that and he was mm-hmm. making fun of me so hard because I, he's like for broken fingers you have to leave class early really yeah like, they're broken buddy he's like he's oh, like who, come who on who made you the tyrant <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah I, I figured you'd have a good story and and you showing off that's um yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's, of course that's cool that's typical. I broke, you know, and the only bone I've ever broken. So I, with my ankle, I just tore some ligaments and joints and stuff. Or not no joints, big deal. But ligaments and tendons. And yeah, but it still sucked because it's my freaking ankle and I like to run. And so I, I couldn't run for like over like a month and a half. It really pissed me off. But I, another stupid injury was when I was in middle school and I was seventh grade basketball. I freaking tripped on the court, the basketball court, and I fell on my butt and I broke my tailbone. Oh no! Only, That's the only, word. Yeah, the only bone I freaking broke ever in my body, and I was—I'm a snowboarder. Well, I was. I only do it occasionally now, but I was big time back then. And you know, you you take some crashes and you fall on your butt when you're snowboarding, and I would freaking re-break it all the time. Oh my god! It sucked. That sucked. It sucked. I had to sit on the stupid donut all the. I was always sitting on that donut. Basically, she just glued it to my ass. That's how often I sat on it. See, and I thought the donut was glued to your ass. Hey, oh, you're so funny. I mean, lately it seems like it is. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my ass back in shape. I seriously, I'm like, oh, I need. After I'm done podcasting with you, I'm gonna go work out. I really do. Uh, yo, to. dude, sober October. You don't even have to do the sober part. You could just do the fitness challenge with us. Oh, I don't even know if I can do that. You guys are so intense. Like, I'm just like, I just get by these days. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get my 30 minutes of cardio in, and I'm good. I yeah. don't know. You guys are so intense. All right. Well, we don't. We won't count on you for that. I'll, I'll, you know what? How about this? I'll be on the sidelines. I'll be like, "Yeah, go, Jeremy." Perfect. <laughs> you Perfect. can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I I don't want to take up any more of your time. I apologize. Yeah, I, I know that you are busy laying on the couch watching, you know, child pornography. Oh God! Don't even joke on, like that. On Netflix. On Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, but I I, uh, I I don't want to take up much of your time. I do, however, want to go ahead and plug your your <laughs> podcast. Your radio show, because your radio show is on iHeartRadio, right? Yeah. Wait, Jeremy, will you repeat that again? You just edited it out. Sorry, I had a phone call and it cut you off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I do I, I, I do want to go ahead and respect your time because I know you have a lot of couch time. Yeah, thank uh, you. Set up. Appreciate and, that. And, and I, I, but before we go, I do want to go ahead and, uh, you know, promote your podcast and your radio uh, mm-hmm. show because your radio show is on iHeartRadio. Yes, we our company is iHeartRadio, so we're owned by iHeartRadio, Heart, but our Art Becca spelled B-E-C-K-A. And you can get that people that aren't obviously local in Utah or Nashville, Memphis, Oklahoma, you you don't have to listen to the radio. You can go on iHeart and download iHeartRadio app for free and you can find us our podcast on there, Hooker, DB and Becca. And I think we're on, I don't think we're just on iHeart either. I know my personal podcast, the good girl 
that's spelled girl g-u-r-l uh that's you're so risque girl yeah. i like so, that so spicy um that's on girl. <laughs> that's on iheart radio app as well but i'm all, i'm everywhere i'm on the spotify the apple podcast the stitcher i mean all those like crazy unknown podcasts too nice so i'm everywhere i'm i'm awesome. i'm in your ear so you can find me there all right yep Excellent. Excellent. Well, I, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Finally, uh, we're going to do a Monday motivation with you because you, you do have, um, uh, you know, you, you jumped from like just doing YouTube videos, right. To mm -hmm. uh, having a radio show with, you know, two dudes that are awesome. Yeah, it's really bizarre, and, uh, and then your own podcast. Yeah. So what? Said, yeah, this, it's really a kind of a bizarre story how it, it all happened. <laughs> yeah. So, so I want to, I want to do a, a Monday motivation okay. with you, uh, maybe in a couple weeks we'll, we'll, we'll get that and, uh, and, and hear that story. But, uh, I had a lot of fun and hopefully you'll be back on the podcast, um, in, you know, maybe a month or two. Well, of course I'll be back. I, I got FOMO bad, so I'll be definitely back. All right. Well, good, good. You need it. I guess I enjoy, I enjoy having the conversation and there are plenty more stories about Becca that we are dying here. All right. So thank you again. And we will uh, chat Thanks, soon. Jim. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. SaberCon Concrete Restoration for all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida. Why don't you give Jim and Scott a call? And VitFit Keys, where Mel will kick your butt into shape, now offering Zoom classes.